When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. Welcome to Dodger Talk. David Vasse with you until the bottom of the hour. That's where we lead you into UCLA, Utah college basketball. Don't forget, Saturday, first Dodger Cactus League game of the season. The Dodgers will be in Maryvale taking on the Brewers. Our pregame coverage begins at 1130 with first pitch at 1210. I wanted to take the time out to come into the office of one of the most important people behind the scenes in the Dodger organization. He is the director of team travel for the Dodgers and was a big part and still remains a big part of the Dodger organization going back quite a few years. And that's Scott Akasaki. Scott, thanks a lot for the time and remind us how many years now it's been with the Dodgers. You know, Dave, it's been so long. I've lost count. I think I'm in my... 23rd year with the organization, potentially my 17th year handling the travel and logistics. I feel like your devices, now that technology has grown since you first started, I'm not sure if you ever get a chance to close your eyes for more than 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I, um, I uh, do try to um, sleep when I can. Of course, sleep is important. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but it's uh, it's it's been a, a good ride so far um, and every day is different. And, you know, I uh, enjoy showing up to work every day. We hear about the players getting used to each other with so many new faces. But for you, what's it like now not dealing with the same personalities, the same tendencies, the same likes? You have to get to know a new group of players. Yeah, every year it's a little different. Your group is probably about 80% the same and but you know those 20% that change um, there could be a lot um, of people that change in that 20% obviously um, Trey Turner Justin Turner uh, before that Kenley Jansen Um, so you know it's it's been different but it's been a good camp thus far and obviously we have uh, familiar faces um, especially, of course, Freddie, Mookie, and you know Clayton and, and Austin Barnes and Max Muncy, uh, Chris Taylor are all um, the, the same guys. So um, uh, it's again that that twenty percent is different, which is good. Um, but the um, the eighty percent you're still familiar with, and so it's nice. It's just nice to be here. Speaking of Freddie Freeman, we go back to last year when the entire team dressed up 
you chose to dress up like Freddie Freeman with the black sweats up to your belly button and the same shirt that he wears. What inspired that and how did he receive it? Well, it was kind of a, um, uh, it was my default costume. Yeah. I actually wanted to, I had a Bruce Lee yellow jumpsuit costume that didn't arrive in time. <laughs> and since we were in San Diego, uh, I had timed it where I would get it the day of our, um, our check-in to the hotel, but it didn't arrive in time. So I was scrambling for a costume. Uh, he's wearing Lululemon pants, which I have, and we, we obviously have the same blue shirt that was team-issued. So I just kind of threw the idea together that I would be Freddie Freeman for Halloween, and it, and it happened to work out okay. It sure did. I saw the big smile from Freddie as uh, you revealed the costume. Scott Akasaki, the Dodgers Director of Travel, is our guest. We are taking you to the bottom of the hour on Dodger Talk as we lead you into UCLA basketball. And Scott, coming to spring training the last couple of years, hard to come here and not think about the traumatic experience that the entire world had an experience with March 12th, 2020 is when things got real for the sports world in relation to the coronavirus. That's the day baseball was shut down. We were here at Camelback Ranch. I remember Ross Stripling was supposed to pitch a game that day, but I feel like that day and that year, your job went to another extreme. Yeah, I mean, when you bring up that topic, um, I think we can all think back as to what we were doing, where we were, and certainly I was in this office when, um, you know, everything was going crazy, and as one of the people who handle um, where to go, where to be, uh, the scheduling, people were asking me, what do we do, and I really didn't have an answer, and um, of course, I was looking for guidance uh, from our front office or from Major League Baseball, and we were all learning on the fly together as this all uh, developed. So, I mean, when you think about how the world handled things back on, you know, in mid-March of 2020, there was so much we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, you know, just the things that happened to everybody with their daily lives, you know, going to the grocery store and not being able to buy toilet paper um it, it's crazy to think that that was the case then but you know it was and um you know everybody was in that together so um very interesting time and um but you know obviously we got through it with uh, a 2020 season um, which ended up uh, very good for the dodgers of course no doubt winning the world series championship but going back to that day march 12th before we get to the bubble at that point in time, it felt like players became parents and husbands and not baseball players, scrambling to try to get back to their loved ones. I know a lot of them live here in Arizona and did back then, but how were you able to keep your composure with everybody somewhat frantic to get back to their loved ones? Uh, it was an interesting situation. Obviously, some people um, uh, stayed in Arizona uh, things were better from a supply chain perspective. So everybody had a different situation. I recall uh, Clayton Kershaw going back to Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, some people drove to Los Angeles. 
some people stayed, like I said, in Arizona. Some people, um, because we didn't know exactly what was going on, decided just to stay here because at some point the idea was maybe this was only like a week or two long thing and we would get back to training. Mm -hmm. So with so much up in the air, I think for the first week or so, it was kind of a wait and see approach if I remember things correctly. Um, but obviously it, 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 you know, it wasn't a wait and see approach. It was just kind of uh, things happened from there. But uh, certainly interesting times and um, I'm very thankful that Everybody was very mature uh, and level-headed. Scott Akasaki, Dodgers Director of Travel, is our guest. All right, take us back to the 2020 bubble. The Dodgers in Texas for three and a half weeks on their run to winning the World Series. Game six over the Tampa Bay Rays. We still remember the image of Austin Barnes embracing Julio Urias after the final strikeout of that season. Uh, what was that bubble life for you? You know, I, I was very fortunate enough to have my family with me, and um, um, I, I was speaking with uh, somebody in our baseball operations department, Michael Voltner, and he told me it was a vastly different experience for him because he didn't have his family with him. So his month in the bubble was miserable, as opposed to where I was able to have my wife and kids with me. It was actually... Um, when I look back on it, a great family experience. Um, obviously, kids were in Zoom. So um, if you were to take a situation and somebody would tell you, hey, you're going to live in this place. You can't go anywhere, but the campus is kind of big. It's a Four Seasons, and you can only go to a stadium and back for baseball games. You can't go to any parks or any stores or there's a swimming pool, there's green areas, there's activities for children, but that's it. Oh, and somebody's going to cook your meals for you, clean your room, and do your laundry for you. Would you take it? And um, many people did. Uh, it was a month long, which kind of was enough. Um, but um, that was kind of like, that was the experience in a nutshell. Um, there were many other children who were there, which was great. And obviously winning the entire thing was made uh, the entire experience great for everyone. You know, we had Halloween there. And um, kids, adults dressed up for Halloween. And we had Halloween at this, um, at this hotel, which really made it special for uh, everyone and um, talk about uh, a family experience it was a Dodger family experience so that was I really look back upon um, October of 2020 as something that was um, um, an absolutely uh, great time for uh, me and my family personally not only uh, professionally of course for for the team do you remember the vibe the night after the Dodgers went down three games to one in the NLCS to the Atlanta Braves. Do you remember the feeling going back to that bubble hotel? Yes, I felt waking. I remember waking up the the night after uh, the team had lost and we were down 3-1. Uh, I didn't want to leave because I didn't know what it was going to be like. Or I guess we had 
everybody in the world had sacrificed in their own way. Um, and, you know, living in this, under these strange circumstances, you sort of don't want to, you're so invested in it. Mm -hmm. um, and you didn't want it to end, especially, of course, we, ha we felt like we had a good team. You know, we had the most wins in 2020 in the regular season. Um, and we felt like if things had gone our way, it could easily have been 2-2 two -two, um, with the Braves. But it was 3-1. So, But we felt like we had, uh, you could see us winning three, you know, you could see us winning and making this the series 3-2. And then if you won 3-2, you could win 3-3. I mean, you were just optimistic at yeah. that point, right? So we certainly had the team to do it. I don't think I don't think many people believed we were losing, mm -hmm. right? And I think that was the um, the mentality of that team and, and what made the team so good, right? Yeah, yeah. And they came back from three games to one to advance to the World Series. Not sure if you're aware of this, but Joe Kelly's new book is out, and he said that Major League Baseball was trying to discourage him and the Dodgers from being co-mingling if the Astros got there. And he said that... Uh, his wife was approached by MLB, and he was determined to greet the Astros if they showed up at your bubble hotel. Do you remember that? And have you bought Joe Kelly's new book yet? I haven't. I haven't bought Joe Kelly's new book. Um, I haven't seen Joe here in spring training, but uh, certainly plan to at some point. Um, the um, uh, I do remember that time. I do remember the possibility of the Astros and just not knowing what was going to happen. So. Um, I'm glad it was the race. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. UCLA basketball is next. I know we share a common fandom when it comes to UCLA basketball and the generation of Bruins. We have the same uh, same generation of UCLA basketball that we grew up watching. Don McLean was at Tarantula Hill last Friday, so I get to rub elbows with DMAC quite often. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up um, watching UCLA basketball. Um, I showing my age. Um, I'm about the same age as um, I'm, I'm in between Ed and Charles O'Bannon. Um, I remember as a kid watching Don McLean and Tracy Murray. When I played in high school, um, I wasn't a very good basketball player, but we were going to play. If we had won in this tournament, uh, my coach came to me and says, Scott, you're going to guard Tyus Edney from Long Beach Poly. And uh, I, I looked at him, and I was like, this is the fastest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. I was, and I saw, thought to myself, there's no way I can guard this guy. Um, we lost, so we didn't end up playing uh, Long Beach Poly um, in the next game. But um, I certainly uh, have always admired his game and the way he approached things. So, um, yeah, big UCLA fan from way back. Um, enjoyed watching them uh, the past couple of years they've been very good uh, they play as a unit um, uh, so it's it's fun I, I, I enjoy watching um, some people may find this strange a good college game more than I like watching an NBA game yeah I think we're all in the same boat these days with the way they play in the NBA there he goes the Dodgers director of travel Scott Akasaki big UCLA fan and obviously great insight on what was taking place during the 2020 bubble on the way to the Dodgers last World Series championship from Scott to look who's here 
a star on MLB Network these days. He went from player to broadcaster with not much training and has done a fantastic job, and that is the one and only Yonder Alonso. Thanks a lot for the time. Great to have you out here at Dodger Camp. Oh, well, listen, thank you for the kind words. But, yeah, definitely uh, was thrown into the fire. But you know what? I've enjoyed every minute of it, and I'm learning every single day. And, you know, it, I always tell guys this is – is I always take care of the players before the show. And I always talk about my experience. And one of the biggest things I've also enjoyed is, you know, I talk about baseball, but I don't go 0 for 4 anymore. And and if I don't go 0 for 4 anymore, life is good. But you don't forget how hard the (laughs) game is. Well, that's the reason. That's why I'm so happy because (laughs) I I don't forget. And and every day is a good day as long as I don't go 0 for 4. (laughs) Yeah, Andre, you're in a tough spot because you just finished playing. A lot of guys that play were your teammates or you played against them so how do you separate well you know what i'm as real as it gets um and again i I always protect the player i i know the you know the line that that comes with media and and the player um i understand the the privacy of a player i understand the you know friends and media is completely different so uh protecting the player at all costs is is kind of my go-to um, but again, I, I try to also do my job and and try to you know when I do this, it, it's always about trying to talk to a ten or a twelve year old mm-hmm. and, and get them to listen and, and learn something about the game of baseball. It's very hard. And, and then after that, you know, just be as real as it gets. How much teaching are you going to have to do, not only for us but for yourself with these new rules? Well, I think the rules are great. Um, I think the rules are great for the fans. I, I think the rules are great for the players. Uh, I think it's great if you can take down, cut down 30 minutes of, uh, of a game. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I, I, used, I will watch the, watch the Padres and the Dodgers all year round, and, and you, you have a 6 o'clock game ending at 11 o'clock at night. That is just unheard of, right, yeah. at 1030. Um, for, for me now, I think the game will be a lot more fun, you know, I wish when I played they they banned the shift. Yeah. I would have probably still been playing. Yeah. But you know, I think it's going to be great overall. I think the the bigger bases are better. They're they're not as slick as well. They're a little lower. Um, all of it in, in general. I think April will be a learning curve. Spring training will be a learning curve. Curve. But other than that, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yonder, when you look at the pitch clock and you look at the new rules, the shift, I'm still not sold. These teams are not going to find a way to load up the right side. Are you convinced they're not going to try to circumvent the rules and the spirit of the rule? Somebody's going to try it, but but it's just a matter of a task. I mean, there's still rules in place. I I think this is going to be the first year. I would think that later on there will be more adjusting with that. But I think in generally it's just a really good step moving forward. Yonder Alonso is our guest on Dodger Talk. He does a great job on MLB Network. And Yonder, I'm curious from a guy from the outside looking in on the NL West, how close is it going to be between the Dodgers and Padres? Look, I, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think the Dodgers are going to win 111 games. Yeah. Um, I think they are going to win over 100 games. Look, and, and and you know what? It, well, it's kind of it, it's kind of sad for me sometimes because, you know, they everybody forgets what the Dodgers did. You know, they yeah. won 111 games, man. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys, they won a division. You know, they ran away with the division. So it's like give them credit, man. Like this is a really good team, if not one of the best teams in, in all of baseball. Um, and I think this year, you know, sometimes the best moves are the ones that you don't make. Mm-hmm. And and I, you got to give credit to to everybody there in the front office and Babe Roberts. 
they just have a way of, of, of doing things and they have a way of you know always being on top and, and being two steps ahead of everybody. I think LA is still primed to, to again, win the division. And, you know, if they stay healthy, they can win the division. And I think that's a big question mark, not only for the Padres or the rest of that division, but for the Dodgers as well. If, if they can stay healthy, and you can ask any team that, right? If you can stay healthy, good things are going to happen. So it's a matter of health. It's a matter of communication. I think the balance uh, schedule is going to be very important now. You know, everybody plays everybody, you yeah. know, and, and it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yonder. You saw a lot more Red Sox games than we ever saw. How much does J.D. Martinez have left in the tank? Let me tell you something about J.D. J.D., I've known J.D. since he was 10 years old. We played in Little League together. So, wow. you know, we go way, like, way, 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 way back. So, you know, J.D. is is, is special to me. J.D. Has, has always hit since he was 10 years old. I, I think that J.D. is, is, you know, the grass is greener on the other side uh, mm-hmm. sometimes. And I think here in L.A., the weather is going to be very good for him. I think the the gaps are going to be fantastic for him. You know, people don't realize, but but the way to go at Dodger Stadiums is, is in the gaps, and JD is a gap to gap hitter, so he, he's going to benefit tremendously from a really good lineup, a, a very steady Eddie lineup, a very consistent lineup, and he's going to have a lot of opportunities. And I'm really looking forward to watching JD do his thing. What's the impact he'll have on Mookie Betts? Well. I mean, let's be honest. I think the impact he's going to have on everybody, right? This is a guy who's as pure of a hitter as it gets, a guy who really prepares himself. I think Mookie is at a level already where both of those guys are are helping each other out, right? If not for me, it's not so much the Mookies. It's the the Gavin Lux and the Vargas. Those are the guys that that JD is really going to make an impact on. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that growth. Yonder Alonso, our guest, before I let you go, if you look around Yonder here at Dodger Camp, not a lot of media, not a lot of cameras. Yeah, why is that? Well, I think they're at the Padres camp. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, I, I don't know because I'm not there. Um, but I will say, you know, when you look at the Dodgers and you look at what they've done on paper and what they've done, you know, the past 10 years, they've been in the postseason the past 10 years, right? So I, I think this team is uh, they'll be all right. They'll, they'll be just fine. How do you feel about the Padres handling those expectations? Because these guys well, have performed under those expectations. I think the Padres have been dealing with that now for the past three or four years, so it's not really a secret. And if anything, they've overcome a lot of these expectations when, you know, last year all the things that happened, and yet yeah. they're still in the postseason. They still were able to face the Dodgers, and, and there were, you know, there were a couple innings away from being in a World Series. So it is what it is. I think this division is, is probably the best division in all of baseball, and, and you're going to see some really good baseball, and I, I can't wait. Do you feel like Manny Machado is finally getting his due? It feels like last year people started to give him well, the respect that he has long deserved. <laughs> you're ask, I think, if anything, you're asking a wrong guy that because you know he's my brother-in-law. So, you know, for me, I, I don't see Manny any other way, but, you know, my, my family, and, and it is what it is. I, I, I don't see him... Uh, for the baseball player, I see him for for the guy that I see after baseball. So, yeah. and what he does for my family, and what he does, you know, obviously being married to my sister for oh, it's coming up to ten years now, and you know what he does with his nephews, my kids. Um, that's the Manny that I know, and you know, I, I, you know, this sounds this may sound awful, but it it, it once once we leave baseball, yeah, you know, and we get in a car, it, it, baseball's kind of over, right? We yeah. talk more soccer and basketball and football, <laughs> it, yeah, TikTok. I mean, like. Baseball is just baseball. Right. It's what we do, and we love it, and you know we're professionals at it. But you know, you look at him, and you look at the growth from when he was in Baltimore 
or even prior to that when I knew him when he was 15 years old to, to now, right? This man, a leader, um, and I and he deserves it. He, he deserves having the right to, to kind of lead a team, and, and he surely has done it. Um, and, and, you know, everybody in the world uh, loves Manny, and everybody in our camp loves him, and yeah. we're looking forward to uh, this year. Well, I loved him. He treated me great when he was with the Dodgers, that's and good. I know guys in the clubhouse love Manny Machado that's, that's too. Good. That, you know, that's good. And it's funny, a, a lot of people uh, say, you know, when they, they meet him for the first time or they hang out with him for the first time, they're like, man, you know, Manny, wow, man, he's, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. That, you know, it, it don't judge the book by its cover. I'll say that. Exactly. He's got a lot of swag, and I'm not sure he can be seen in public with me after that embarrassment in Milwaukee. I told him that. but uh, By the way, how is your arm? It's uh, I got my jump shot back. <laughs> I, love <it. laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, I, you brought that up. I wasn't going to say that. You brought it up, man. That's it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thanks, Yonder. Great to see you in person. I know you're always on our TV, but great to see you in living color out here. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. I love coming here. That'll do it for us tonight on Dodger Talk, a very quick show as we lead you into UCLA basketball. Pre-game coverage is coming up next from Utah. Number four Bruins taking on the Utes tonight on AM570 LA Sports. We will be back with you on Saturday morning at 1130 for Dodgers on deck just in front of first pitch of the the Dodgers' first Cactus League game this season against the Milwaukee Brewers. It will take place from Maryvale. Rick Monday and Tim Neverett will have the call at 12:10. Michael Grove will be on the mound for the Dodgers in Maryvale on Saturday. So we look forward to talking to you then. Up next now is UCLA basketball. Enjoy. See ya. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy Mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of Mojo's. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online BenefitsCal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit LACare.org for more information. That's LACare.org.